welcome to my show autumn is here my name is francine crawford i am your host today we're going to talk about aging and economics the reason why i want to talk about this is because sometimes we just don't think about it and we don't talk about finances we don't want to talk about finance with our family we're uncomfortable about that but it's very very important especially as you're aging um when i thought about when i age um when i age not when i age because i am aging when i retire my check doesn't come with me um I thought about that now. It's a little scary. Um, but the benefits that I get from my job don't come with me. So I started thinking about like, you know, what do, what, what do people do? What kind of position is most Americans in as, when they age at 65 or when they retire? Like what, what kind of position they're in? When I looked at it, it was 16.5% of people that were under the federal poverty level 16.5 percent of older adults over the age of 65 will retire and they will be under the federal poverty level that's kind of scary and that's a lot of people so i started thinking about that and it's like well what could what what could we do what could we do ahead of time you know to try to help but that and why is that and a lot of times you know we work and we we think it's, it's going to be great we're going to retire but we don't really think about the practical thing about retiring so um the economics of retiring is very important to think about why it's important is because we're on a fixed income after we leave our job most of us are on social security and that's one of the main incomes for people who are over 65. You know, and then you may have savings, you may have a 401k, you may have um, an IRA, uh, things like that. You may have insurance that covers long-term insurance, which will help you if you need to stay um, in a nursing home or a situation like that. Um, you may have other kinds of insurances that will cover you. And all those things put together will help you in um, in your retirement and help you to live comfortable. But you, there's comes to a point where you have to kind of go through all that. And you also may have investments, which, which is good. Um, even when you invest though, you need to may re-look re at how you allocate your investments because as you get older, you may need your investments sooner and you may not be able to leave it in that long. So you may want to take less risky investments. But the, all these things can help you to um, assess where you're at and if you can be able to live for the next, I don't know, 20, 25 years. Um, because just because you stop working, the cost of living hasn't stopped. Cost of living is still going up. Things are going up. The regular things that you need are going up. You know, food is going up very high. And if you're on a fixed income, you can only afford a certain amount. And you're going to have to be able to budget that and think about, you know, what what can I do? What can I live on? Things like that. Taxes are going up. Um, insurance is going up. Medical costs is going up. Doctor's fees are going up. Um, utilities are going up. Like everything that you need is going up. But your, your, it's not your salary, but your income is going to stay the same. So that's why it's so important to think about this economic finances because you don't know what you're going to need now of course sometimes you get discounts like transportation will go up gas will go up but sometimes you get discounts on things like that and that's good and and there are other things that you might get discounts on but still you know when you consider 16.5 percent 
of million of people who are over the age of 65 that are under the federal poverty level that is very scary that's 25 they're making about $25,000 a year in their benefits that they get $25,000 a year and that's very very tough to live on so you know there are certain things that you you should consider because if social security is what you get consider other things consider all your assets not just the social security consider um your savings consider your houses that you have or if you have more than one or if you have insurance or pension and things like that consider your insurance policies how long you have them can you borrow off of them because if you borrow off of them that's a less interest that you have to pay back so um consider that consider you know any other kind of um assets that you may have any personal assets consider different things um that you've saved saved on um consider cutting back consider cutting back spending cut back some of the things that you do if you do something regularly like every friday night i go out and i hang out and i party and i play cards and i do whatever um maybe you can do that every, once a month and not every week start thinking about that ahead of time before you um, retire before you need the extra money start cutting back now you know cut back some of the things that you have um plan that you used to do every every year like every year you have this big event plan maybe somebody can help you with that maybe you know your family member can meet you halfway you know i have a big event that i do that um i'm gonna have to start cutting back too <laughs> because you got to think about it if you're closer to retirement age there's some things that you're going to have to keep some of that money uh to yourself to help you have a better quality of life you know there are different things that you can do um with your home you know you can start thinking about doing things like um downsizing your, your property and things that you have you can start thinking about downsizing your car the vehicle that you have to offset some of the some of the expenses um you, you don't have to have that big gas guzzler truck because you don't have your big family now maybe you can downsize that and save some money save some money on insurance save some money on gas different things like that you can um just do garage sales garage sales now if you live somewhere more than 10 years you probably have a lot of things in your closet a lot of things you never use a lot of things that has, t has tags on them that you can use that you can downsize and and have a garage sale you can um look at those things that you knew that you were going to get back into but you can't get back into you know that you know what they are um those kind of things if you do that like <laughs> people are buying old things they're buying vintage clothing they're buying buying um all kinds of um different things belts shoes everything you know how we used to give away everything and we used to take it and bag it all up and just give it away well people are actually selling these things on the internet um if you are not familiar with the internet if you're not internet savvy you, should, you might want to do that. If you're an aging adult, uh, you might want to do that. You might want to get internet savvy. Ask your children, ask your grandchildren to help you on the internet. The internet can help you to sell things, to package things better and well, and then you're able to, to, to catch the eye of other people and sell. You'd be surprised what you can sell on the internet. 
So maybe you might want to do that, consider that, have a garage sale, but it's an electronic garage sale. <laughs> and, and ask your children how to do that safe. You have to be able to do that safely um, and, and they can help you with that. But these are things that maybe you can do to just to um, cut back and look at. There are things that you should look at on your bank statement. Look at your bank statement. Look at your bank statement, see all those things that you have that um, are automatic deductions that come out. Automatic deductions like the gym that you haven't gone to in 10 years that is still deducting, but their prices are still going up, but they're still deducting that monthly fee that you haven't looked at for a long time. That that magazine that started off at $2.99 and now it's $9.99 and you, you really don't look at that magazine. Um, so you were trying to support something at one point and you made a donation and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. Every year you make that donation. I'm not saying don't make donations or anything like that, but you have to reconsider all these things that come directly out of your account that you don't think about because you don't see it come out and it, you don't you don't feel the impact of it. But things add up. They really do. Cut down on some of your bills. Cut down on on um, some of the usage of the things that you, you use a lot. You know, I tend to keep lights on all the time. Okay. <laughs> I might need to do that. Cut down on my lights because these things add up. All these different things add up because utilities are going up. And um, there's nothing you can do about it. like when food goes up, there's really nothing you can do about that. Utilities goes up, nothing you can do about that. Taxes go up, nothing you can do about that. You know, um, also, you know, you can actually look into some programs, look into some programs for seniors, for elderly, call the Department of Aging, call these different um, agencies, the elderly care and things like that. Find out different programs that you can look at, that you can look into that may help subsidize some of the money um, that will help you to live a more quality of life. We know that when we get older, we also need more care. That's why it's, it's important to look into financial economics because when you get older, you need more care. And where you're not getting more money coming in, but you need more care. You may need the care of um, getting items, getting a wheelchair or, or um, canes or different things, setting up your house because, you know, make it more easier for you to get around. You may need these things and these help. And sometimes Medicaid will pay for things like that, but you may need extra care. You may need care that you need someone at home to care for you. And if you do, then you may have to pay for that. And if you have to pay for that, you know, you got to think about that. that's an extra expense that you didn't have before that you're going to have to pay for. That's something you got to consider. What are the prices for those things? What is the prices for getting a home attendant? What are the prices for having somebody come and care for me? Um, what are the prices of, of nursing homes? If you're, you're you get ill medically um, and you need the attention of a nursing home, the nursing home prices are for like a single private room is almost $9,000, you know, um, for a semi-private room is like $7,500, like a month. This is a month. So you got to think about that. Um, weigh that in because you may, you may already have illnesses that you know are deteriorating your body and you may need that. So you, it's something to consider and to think about. But you also have to think about when you do that, um, all your assets go to the nursing home. You pay that down until and once you pay that down, then Medicaid will pay for your room and board at a nursing home. So that's something to think about. Um, you have a choice of assisted living. Now, if you have a choice of assisted living, Medicaid doesn't pay for room and board for that. Um, assisted living can be 45,000. 
45, sorry, $4,500 a month. That's on a low end, probably. That's more on a low end. Uh, it could be up to $5,900 a month in some cities and states. Every city and state is different. And that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And if it is that much money, how are you going to subsidize that? How are you going to continue to live if you have to go somewhere into another community so you can be safe assisted living is a long-term living facility that you have um, amenities there you have security there you have um you can you have your own private uh, space your apartment or suite you can go downstairs and and dine with them they cook for you they cook um and everybody goes down there dine you have a community there also a community of people your age people that you can talk to and they have activities for you so that's that's a consideration but the cost is a consideration also so think about that cost and how you can plan now for that cost how you can um possibly put more money away for that cost also talk to your family think about if you have a few children um, maybe your children will be able to help you. Um, maybe they're doing well and maybe your income covers $2,500 a month and your children can get together and cover the rest. You never know. It, that may be something that you can consider, but talk about those things now. It, what's the possibilities? You know, also think about possibly relocating, relocating somewhere else that has less expenses that is more affordable look at what you have and all your assets everything that you have and look at that and see how long can you use that say if you live for another 20 25 years and people are living longer so that's not a stretch but if you live for another 20 25 years think about that do you have enough to cover you maybe you have enough to cover you um in another state another place maybe you don't have enough to cover you where you live now Maybe you have to think about relocating, not only downsizing from your home or your or, or, or your car or vehicle, but actually relocating someplace where things are, are cheaper, where insurance is cheaper, where gas is cheaper, where the cost of living is cheaper, where places where they're not paying um, high taxes. Think about that. Um, think about rethinking your dream. I know I have a couple of friends that first when they got a job and it was like 25 years you're going to retire from that day they got they got it they were thinking about oh i can't wait when i retire i'm gonna buy me this car it's gonna be fully loaded a brand new car that's gonna be my retirement gift you know and that's great that's wonderful awesome awesome but that car that they were going to get that was fully loaded 20 25 years ago was forty five thousand dollars. now that car the list price is ninety five thousand dollars. that's the list price you might want to rethink your dreams not saying not to dream, but you might want to rethink it or save now, put more money away for that dream car, you know, and I know people who've done it and they've gotten a dream car and, you know, it, it's a struggle. It's a struggle because your money has to last you for years. So if you put it on one thing, got to consider that. Are you going to be able to maintain that? So that's something to think about, um, you know, rethinking our dreams because you you may have to live for 25 for 25 more years I'm 25,000 more years now 25 more years and if you live for 25 more years how are you going to live comfortably you know also you know think about you know the environment you want to live in that's going to help you you know think about that health wise think about that with people think about that um as a consideration for you know 
mental health, emotional health. Think about that. Think about how that's going to help you in, in many ways. And worrying about money affects you emotionally. It really does affects you mentally. So you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're worried about money. You know, 16.5% 16.5 million Americans, older Americans, older adults are below the federal poverty line. One in 3. One in 3. That's very scary. You definitely don't want to be that, but you may not be that. You may be the person that has some money in the bank. You may be the person that that has some good investment, made some good investments, you know, but at some point you may need to consider assisted living. And if you consider assisted living and you may be the person that makes $50,000 a year or $70,000 a year after you have retired, um that $70,000 will go to that assisted living place because that's just about how much it costs. Um or you know maybe a little bit less depending on where you're at depending on what state you're at and how you want to live. So you got to think about how long is that going to last you? Um you may even think about you know just being able to um partner up with other people. There's things called shared home. If you have a bigger home and all your children moved out and you still have your home and you know maybe it's paid for it maybe it's not I don't know but you still have your home you still have your space other adults may want to partner with you and live with you and share the bills share the rent split it that's an idea to do i know a lot of people may not like that but that's a reality say if you want to stay in a place where you you always lived and grew up in or say if you want to stay in the city that you lived in and that city is very expensive you might want to share your home and share the expenses in that way that can subsidize your income and help you to live a better quality of life and help you to live easier and not worry about too many things. So so that's something to consider also. You know, there somebody says there's a will there's a way. You know, there are ways that you can possibly um get get some help and um don't forget about the agents the agencies for elderly and things like that cuz they will give you some assistance in that and and ask them for financial planning. You can ask them that now before you retire. Um and talk to your family members. Talk to your family members. Let allow them to be in your business. Allow them to understand a little bit more about what you have so they know what to do. Maybe they can plan now to help you. You know, talk to them. Um let them know that you you you're concerned um and you've have some assets but it may not be enough for you to live for 25 more years so let them see what they say see what they say and see what kind of help you have also consider the cost of your um when you pass away consider that cost that's the cost funerals are very expensive they're very expensive consider that make sure your insurance policy has enough for that. Um we've done our insurance policies years ago, 30 years ago, 35 years ago. We may not even know what it says. We may not even know what it gives us as benefits. Make sure you don't have something that ends at a certain year and if it ends at a certain year and you live beyond that, you have no insurance. You know, so make sure about your insurance policy, your cost. Um we live in a different world. um than we did before now people are going on the internet and you doing a go fund me 
for insurance. Now, if that's your flavor, that's your flavor. That's what you do. That's what you do. But there, that is an option. Um, you know, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. So people ask. And if, if there's a need. So that's also a way that people will, you know, will get money for funerals and things like that. One of the things that you can do now, whether you're a senior, whether you're 40, 45, um, will be a senior at some point in time, is to get involved and to ask the people that are in um, your community or that are your assemblymen, your Senate, your community leader, your your um, senators, congressmen, ask them, talk to them, look into them, find out what platform they're standing on. Are they doing anything for seniors or aging? Are they doing anything that's going to help the aging community? Are they doing anything that's going to put programs that is going to help you in um, getting homes or getting getting um, discounts or being able to move about or transportation or, or even healthcare and things like that. Are they doing that? Because it's important. It's important. And if they're not on the platform and they have nothing on their platform that has nothing that's going to aid in senior citizens, um, then maybe they're not the person for you. Maybe they're not the person that gets your vote. Um, it always amazes me how people um, forget about senior citizens forget as if they just disappeared like they're still here and they know they're still here but they act like they're not valued they're not useful anymore or they're not important the things that they need are not important and that's so not true it is is disturbing that people are living longer so you're older for quite some time and they're not putting things together and helping you live a better quality life um, it's interesting. I had a community person that I wanted to interview and I just thought that, you know, community people and leaders in the community, assemblymen, people like that, they have their ear to the, to the, to the pavement. They know what's going on. They know what's coming up things before we know, they know about legislation, they know the rules, they know the laws, things like that. So of course laws apply to everybody, everybody in the community. Right. And the elderly and the older adults are in the community. They're still here. So I thought it would be a great idea to get a community leader on my show to say, hey, talk about some things in community. So I asked and they said, well, what is your show about? And I told them about getting families and people involved with their aging relatives and and, and um, speaking to um, caregivers and talking about senior issues and things that will help the aging community and programs and some um, different things to watch out for and, and illnesses and and different different things that will help us to have a better quality of life and have us have more tools as we age you know so he said well I, I don't I don't think I can can do that I don't I don't I don't have anything I don't speak to that and I was like well I'm sure you do you know because you have to have things that come across your table that is talking about housing or social security, which is a big one. Now, social security is all over the news. They're trying to cut social security. That's a big thing, you know, and that's a political thing. So um, different things, maybe transportation. I said, you know, I'm sure that these things come across your, your desk, rezoning, um, things like that. And he was like, mm, nah, you, you might need to talk to some of the agencies, the elderly agencies, the Department of Aging, things like that. And I said, well, I, I don't understand. Now, I'm sure that there is something that comes across your 
table and some kind of legislation that affects seniors. You know, maybe you haven't thought about it, but I'm sure that there is something that impacts the senior community. And you, since you're a community leader and you're, you're involved in politics, there's something that you can add and you can help people and and you know about maybe there are people, you know, things that um, that are happening that are, are happening to help to keep them safe or help to help with their medical. Something is coming across that is going to help seniors. And it's like, well, no, I don't I don't really think so. I don't. That's not my platform. That's not what that's not what, what I do. And so I was very nice, I thought. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna let you think about it a little bit because I'm positive that there is something that you are aware of that you just haven't um, pinpointed that it affects seniors, that it affects the older adults in the community, in the city. You know, I think there's something that, that you have. You just haven't thought about it in that way, but go back, think about it, see the things that come across your table, the things that you have to vote on and things like that. And then, and then get back to me. Yes. He says, okay, you know, you, you, you might be right. I'll, I'll get back to you and gave me a date that he would get back to me. And he has not gotten back to me. Okay. I say that to say this, that was just one instance. That was just one person, but that may be happening in your community where they kind of erase the value of aging people, where they are not paying attention to the needs of aging people, where things are changing and they're not doing anything about it, where they're not bringing their information soon enough, where there are things that are happening and they might have programs, but then they're, they're not telling everybody. So the deadline, they missed the deadline. And sometimes, you know, with all of these different things that they might have, it's hard to fill out forms for the aging. Is, it, they, they don't understand certain things to fill out forms. And you know, when you have those programs and you miss one thing, usually they put you in a pile or you're out or you're not considered for the program or whatever. So um, there are things that, you know, is important for the aging community and the people that you vote for, your assemblymen, your state, your senators, your um, congressmen, Find out what their platform is. Find out if they have a platform that's going to serve you. Find out if they have programs that are going to serve you. Find out if they're even talking about it, if they're even considering things. Um, legislation that concerns you, are they bringing that up? Are they talking about social security? That's a concern. Are they talking about new things in housing and making it more affordable? Are they talking about, and, and not only talking about it, what are they doing about it? Is it the same thing they've been talking about for years and nothing has been done? Like, that's very important to people who are 40, 45 now. It's very important because it takes a long time sometimes to put through legislation and to get things right and to get some um, programs for aging or for everybody. It sometimes it takes a while. And by that time, maybe you might need it. So think about that when you're voting. Think about that when you're um, listening to these people, when you when they ask you um, to support their campaign, when they ask you to come out and be present so they have a crowd present, when they ask you to donate to the campaign, when they ask you to get signatures for them, um, for their party, for their person that they're trying to support. When they ask you that, ask them, well, what is your platform? What do you have for me? What do you have for me as a senior? Or when I become a senior, what are you putting in place? Ask them, see what they say. Why can't we have things up front for the aging not hidden not oh by the way they're just as important they're still living here they're still paying taxes they're still paying the high prices of food they're still contributing to the com community they're still um you know they don't get exempt 
from the things that are going up, the taxes that are going up. There's not an exemption. Yeah, they may have a little waiver or something like that, but considering that they are on a fixed income, considering that they don't have an opportunity for their salary to go up because they're not working, they don't have um, control over when the medical pharmaceuticals and the um, medicines and all these different things go up and they raise their prices. They don't have control over that, but they have to pay that because they're the people who may use it more. They're the people who are sick or, or ill or have need equipment or things like that, but they have no choice. Who is doing something for them? Who is doing something for our older adults, our aging community? Who in this political platform is doing something for them? Who is speaking up? Who is standing up? Who is initiating some programs who is really carrying out stuff not just talking not just talking not just putting a bunch of people with titles but actually doing the work the groundwork doing something out there doing the groundwork i'm sure there are some people that are out there that are doing the groundwork i really i really do believe that but is there legislation that's going to help them is there programs and money put aside that's going to help them in their cause and what they're doing are people talking about it or is it just getting you know um swept under the rug i just have I, I have a concern about that. I really do. I really do. Um, aging people have worked hard. They have gave um, their time and their efforts and their money. And they should be considered as important and still of value to our community and, you know, to the world. You know, we should just take care of the aging more and look out for them more. And sometimes that means voting for the right person. Sometimes that means um, listening and seeing who is actually um, pushing for you. So because the aging community, those are the people that are going to vote. They're retired. They're going to be the ones that get up at nine o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning, whatever the time the polls open. I don't know, but they're going to be the ones that are going to vote for you. They're going to be the ones that if there's a primary, if there's a, a, a vote for assemblyman, Senate, president, they're going to be at all those polls and they're going to vote all the time. So you should consider what they need if you want their vote. So I'm sorry, I got on a soapbox, but um, that is something that concerns me that people just kind of dismiss people because of their age. You know, ageism is real and people do that. Okay, that's my show for today. I thank you for listening and I will see you next week. Bye.